Methanado is now recording. Alright. Intro incoming. What happens when a bunch of dudes who hang out on Discord start recording their conversations? Welcome to the Late Night Computing Podcast. Gaming, esports, and technology news and commentary with our unique brand of comedy mixed in. And now, on with the show. Alright, welcome to episode 2 of Late Night Computing. Uh, we're coming to you from anchor.fm slash late night computing, where you can leave us feedback right there on the platform and in the app. LateNightComputing.com, email us feedback at LateNightComputing.com. And uh, without further ado, we'll introduce our guests. We've got a large panel tonight. Of course, I'm Luke Nova. And we've got uh, Wayne and McPain. So good. And we've got Jeff Snuck. Hello. We've got Shadow Stealer. Hey. We've got Jesse. Hey, everybody. And we have a special guest tonight that doesn't match the description in the intro where it says dudes. We have Supergirl. Hey. All right. So I thought we'd introduce kind of a new segment uh, into the show this week, and we're calling it Today's Hottest Game Is. And uh, just a little bit of context for that. If you're familiar with the segment that used to be on Saturday Night Live uh, with uh, Stefan, where he would uh, introduce... uh, New York's hottest club is, and then uh, just say some random things. Uh, and it came up from in our daily chats on Discord and Facebook and wherever else we talk. People are coming up with games all the time that they're playing that aren't uh, the ones that we keep going back to, such as Overwatch. Um, they're coming up with new games that they're playing on a daily basis. So I thought we'd uh, take some time to maybe introduce some of those games that we're playing, maybe something that some others would be interested in. Uh, so Shadow Stealer, I believe, had a game to tell us about. Uh, yeah, actually, I picked up uh, Scum the other day uh, off of Steam. It's in early access. I think it's selling for $19.99, 20 bucks right now. Um, so it's like a survival horror type game you can do single player mode where it's just pve you can do uh the multiplayer it's pvp and, and pve um you know you gotta do some crafting and some all that good stuff kind of like a daisy type game if anybody's familiar with those or that game good deal so that's like a daisy meets park yes yeah yeah pretty much and that's Scum, S-C-U-M, and it's available, you said, on Steam? Correct. Do you know the price point on that? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's $19.99, 20 bucks. All right. Good deal. I think uh, it sold like 700,000 copies in its first week on Early Access. Awesome. Pretty popular then. Something you may want to check out. They've told me I should check it out, and I may still. Um, and there's Warframe that's free. Warframe that's free on Steam. It's free, at, yeah, yeah, wherever you get it. Yeah, Jeff's been playing a lot of Warframe here lately. Maybe he could talk about that one. I played uh, Warframe. Isn't well. that the the Destiny like RPG? Yeah, it's it's like Destiny but better. Yes, that one. But these guys didn't really get into it. 
but there is uh, yeah, there is a lot to do in the game. You don't really <laughs> you don't really get bored. No, there's there's a ton to do. It's almost overwhelming at the beginning, and then it you is have, very much you have to learn what everything is and what you need, and then it's it's a little simpler. But you, you never get bored. <laughs> Lots of fish and mine and just plain farm and experience and all the different warframes because they all have their own in particular abilities. It's crazy. My problem with games like that is that I just don't have the time to put into them. Uh, a game like that is going to require a lot of time. If you've got a farm and you've got to fish and you've got to do this, that, and the other, and you've got to create all your different things, that's just sounds like to me something that's going to take up a lot of time. Uh, oh, it definitely and, does. <laughs> and these days, I just don't have that kind of time to throw at a game. That's why I like the some of the <laughs> like overwatch because uh, you can jump in an overwatch match and you know it takes however long it takes sometimes 10 minutes or less sometimes a little bit longer but um, you're in and out of there in definitely less than an hour uh, whereas these types of games you can put you know 50 60 hours in easy but that's where i gotta disagree with you because no matter what game you play as long as you have self-control I'm not saying I do, but as long as you have <laughs> self-control, you can you can play it just as much as another. I can I can shut this game off whenever, but I don't, well, I don't want to. And I think the nice thing too about Warframe is that you can jump in and you know once you kind of open up the map, well, the map is the universe. So it's all, all these different planets. Then you can jump into a, you know whatever level you want to play. It takes 15, maybe 30 minutes stops really to beat most of those, those stages. So you can jump in, like do your little daily quest or whatever you want to do, jump off, take a break, whatever you got to do, come back to it. Yes. Yeah. You know, you're, you do a mission, as soon as you get done with the mission, you're out of it. And so then you're not, your teammates aren't waiting on you necessarily or what have you. It's, it's just, you know, you can jump in and out whenever you need to. Exactly. <clears throat> good deal, good deal. Uh, so I thought I'd mention one that I've been playing. Uh, it's actually a mobile game. It's called um, it's called Our World, uh, and it's actually based on The Walking Dead. Uh, so I guess the full title is The Walking Dead: Our World. Uh, it's actually an, it's an alternate reality game. Uh, so if you're familiar with, for instance, Pokemon Go or Ingress, um, it's a type of game that actually builds on top of the real world map. Uh, so you go out. In the real world, uh, it uses GPS on your phone and keeps up with where you're at. And you interact with the game based on where you're actually at in the real world. So on our world, you're uh, killing the walkers, uh, obviously for The Walking Dead, uh, or the zombies, however you want to say it. Um, but I was actually introduced to that game by Shadow um, yeah. a little while back, and I had fallen out of it. And a friend that uh, we all used to work with kind of got me back into it in the last few days, got me into uh, a higher-tier group that's uh, pretty active on the game. And so it's fun. It's it's If you have people that actually play and, and keep you motivated to play the game, it's fun to get out and actually play, you know, a game that's in the real world. It can get you out, get you active, get you walking around your your town to find you know, new infestations and walkers and such as that. So that's something you may look into, and that's it's free to play. Of course, there's plenty of places where you can spend money on it, but it's not a requirement to spend money on it in order to play the game. So. Is it? Is it one of those kinds of games where, well, is it? Can you cheat it, so to speak? Kind of like how Pokemon Go was, where you, you know, hook up your phone to like your ceiling fan, the hatch <laughs> eggs. Uh, no, because you're not. You're not trying to hatch anything. Like you have like these little instances that are around you, and you have to be within range to be able to activate the instance. And you go into it. And it's got different types of walkers there. Like 
you know, just like the regular kind that are easy to kill, then you get like the ones that are like police or riot kind of gear that are harder to kill. And so there's different levels to these instances. And uh, then you, whenever you beat it, you can get like a, like a, like a loot box basically. Then you can get money or maybe cards. And if you can have cards of a certain type of, you know, gun or hero or whatever, then you can unlock that hero or firearm, whatever, you know, just depends. Or upgrade the stuff you got it already. And then if you're in a group, um, which you could think of it as a guild or whatever you may have in other games where you group together, um, there's challenge boards, uh, and there's certain things that you do to meet the challenges, and you get coins, if you, your whole group gets coins if they meet the challenge, and then uh, eventually you get packs of these cards. Uh, the cards are for your weapons, and for your heroes. Um, so you get the upgraded cards by defeating these challenges and also just by playing the game. Um, of course, if you've never if you've never heard of this, it's you know maybe maybe a little like what are you even talking about? But it's it's pretty easy to pick up um, if you're interested. Something you can download. Like I said, it's free to play. Um, may just check it out, go through. You can play without actually having to move. Usually wherever you're at, there's going to be at least one or two infestations and in, in different uh, groups that you can get into. So that's something that uh, may be worth checking out. Um, anybody else got a game that's off the beaten path a little bit that they may want to discuss? I mean, there's always the forever and wonderful uh, Realm Royale that we play occasionally. <laughs> Serious Realm Royale. That oh, yeah. one is interesting. Um, kind of like a Fortnite knockoff, more Fortnite or less. PUBG. Yes. Yeah. I love it for Fortnite. Oh yeah. yeah. With abilities. It's Fortnite with abilities and no building. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's your description of that game. <laughs> That's basically it. Um, There's also, uh, it just came out today for everybody. I've been beta testing it for the past few weeks. Uh, Warhammer, Age of Sigmar, Age of Sigmar Champions just came out today. It was a really fun game in beta. It looks like, I'm just opening it up now for the first time today. It looks like they've added a whole bunch of new stuff for the live launch. That's a card game. Yeah. Right? Okay. It's a very weird card game. Like you fully rotate cards while you're playing. They do different things each time they rotate. I don't even fully understand how to play it, but I've gotten to the point where I'm okay at it. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun for a card game. You're only playing a handful of things at a time. So how similar is it to Hearthstone? I think everybody's kind of playing with Hearthstone probably at this point. It's, Blizzard version, Blizzard card game that took off and kind of started. I'd say completely different from Hearthstone. Hearthstone's more like Magic. This one you have four slots, and at the very beginning you put out four champions, which are your like character cards. Mm. And then as you play, you can put out two cards a turn. But if you put out two cards, you can't draw any. If you put out one card, you can draw one. And then those cards that you're playing for each of those are like spells and attacks and things. And like I said, they'll rotate like for the first time it's out, it won't do anything. And the second time it'll do two damage. The third time it'll do three. The fourth time it'll run out and return back to your graveyard. It's It takes some actual playing to figure out because at least in the beta there was no instructions. <laughs> and I somehow made it to level 11. Uh, Warhammer Age of Sigmar Champions, but I think it's actually in the Play Store as Warhammer AOS Champions. Let's see. Oh, it's a mobile game. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's Warhammer AOS Champions in the Google Play Store, and I think it's in Apple. I would assume it's an Apple. It is. Oh, yeah. I'm on their website. I see it. I will probably have to check that one out. I'm a fan of the card games. I've never found one that I like better than Hearthstone, but I'm always up for checking out new ones. 
I would say give it a few games before you make your decision on it. Like I said, it's really different than every other card game. Yeah, that's, that's the thing with card games is, you know, you can get your first few rounds, you, besides not knowing what you're doing, you know, you could be up against a super good player and not know it and then lose your shit and then, you know, think this game's going to be terrible, I'm always going to lose, whatever. Oh, of course, yeah. you know, I always lose in Hearthstone anyway, but I keep playing it, so. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let's move along from this segment. Um, one thing that I just wanted to kind of mention, because every technology podcast has got to mention it on a day like today. Apple, of course, has released new products, uh, new iPhones, new Apple Watches, all that good stuff. Uh, it's called the iPhone XS and the iPhone XS Max. Um, I think, uh, personally, XS for an excessive price point because the Max <laughs> is $1,099, uh, which just seems like a ridiculous amount to pay for a phone to me. Didn't they come out the XR as well? Is that the yes. colored one? Right, the XR is the lowest end one of the new ones. So you got the XR at seven forty nine, the XS at nine ninety nine, and the XS Max uh, at one thousand ninety nine. Uh, Those prices are just crazy. Ridiculous prices, <clears throat> man. But I mean, that's that's the prices of smartphones these days for the flagship high-end models. I mean, your Samsung Galaxies are going about that price, too. Pretty crazy. Um, and it looks like the iPhone 7 and iPhone 8 are both still going to be available as well, and they're, they've got lower price points, but of course people that rock the iPhones always want to have the latest and greatest. Not my daughter. My daughter, when we went to go get uh, her upgrade, she actually wanted the eight. She was like, "There's no, there's no really uh, upgrade for nine. There's there's nothing good on it." Yeah, the <laughs> the eight versus the X or TN or whatever you call it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it looks didn't so they weird. just continue the ten for a long time? Yeah, there's I know that their screen producer, they discontinued their, their iPhone X screen for like several months ago. Yes. Yeah, they, they got rid of the headphone port. Is that what they did? Yeah, wasn't that the, yeah, that was the one that they, they did away with that, right? Well, the they, did, they did that a long time ago. I think the 8, maybe even the 7 didn't have the headphone port, just the lightning jack. Oh, okay. Um, which some of the higher-end Android models are doing that now, too, uh, making it where you have to use the dongle for the USB-C port to, to have your wired headphones. So that's just the way it's going to go, or, or you can use Bluetooth. I personally prefer Bluetooth headphones anyway because I don't like dealing with the wires. I prefer the wires, personally. I'd prefer we had an industry standard again. Instead of just like pulling <laughs> random shit out of our ass, which it seems like Apple's like, you know what? We've already stole everything that we can from Samsung and paid for it. So uh, let's just make shit up. Basically. So I didn't really go into the details of what big changes are on the phones or anything. Uh, They've got new processors and faster processors and higher quality screens and all that you would expect from newer higher-end model phones. Um, I think out of all of us here, um, Supergirl is probably the only one that actually uses an Apple product. So, Just call me out. Everyone has their faults, you know? (laughs) Are you going to rush out and pay $1,099 for a new iPhone XS Max phone there? 
I mean, no, not at all. Okay, then. <laughs> I, I was like really hoping for a yes. So. <laughs> right. You like the, uh, don't like the little notch at the top. That looks super weird. No, I'm not a fan. I kind of impulse got this phone, so, you know, it's fine. I make good buying decisions. I mean, the iPhone is a good phone. It is. It's solid hardware. Um, I don't like the software, but the hardware is solid. So we can't can't bash on it too much. Otherwise, it would be a liquid. Um, <laughs> could be I a mean, gas. Yeah. The that. hardware is. Don't they use the same hardware as everybody? It's just like the inside of the computer. I mean, it's all the same stuff. It's well, they make their own processor chips. Um, they well, they don't make them, but they design them. I was about uh, to say, do they really though? The A A thirteen or whatever chip it is, they design it, and it's only for the iPhone and iPad products. No I was going to say, don't take credit from that seven-year-old kid in China that's building all their shit. <laughs> he deserves credit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I have... Uh, like I said, I don't like Apple's software. I don't like the way that the iOS is set up. It's It's too locked down for me. I like to be able to modify a lot of stuff on my phones and Android lets you do that. iOS really doesn't. But Exactly. You know, it's solid hardware. People that use them love them. Um and there's, you know my son for instance has an iPhone five S. Um and he's had it for a oh, couple years now and of course, that model is several generations old now. It was used when he got it, and he's still, you know, it's still going strong with no problems. It's got the latest software update. Any Android phone that you have that's four or five years old, it's not going to get the latest software updates. It's not going to be able to run the most recent apps. So, uh, it for as much as we bash on Apple hardware, it is good hardware. I mean, it really is. So. So we can all agree that iPhone sucks, right? <laughs> Basically. More or less. Um, the hardware is good, the software is lacking. So all in all, it makes for you know not the greatest experience, in my opinion. But so they have a good on, model. Yeah. <laughs> moving on to um, what I wanted to have for our main topic discussion for this evening. Um, got a story here that I found that uh, Xbox One uh, Microsoft is going to be offering what they're calling the Xbox All Access Plan, which is an Xbox One hardware subscription. Um, so it's a two-year contract uh, and you can get it with either the Xbox One X or the standard Xbox One S. Um, and Either way, it includes Xbox Live Gold and the Xbox Game Pass. Uh, and so for the Xbox One X, it's $34.99 a month. And for the uh, Xbox One S, it's $21.99 a month. The difference being the more powerful console, of course, more expensive. And uh, so the subscription model there is more expensive as well. So I thought we'd maybe look into discussing how this kind of thing works as far as the idea of uh, renting or um, paying for services, uh, renting services, renting hardware, uh, leasing hardware more or less, as opposed to uh, making that large purchase all at once. buying the console and owning it outright versus this type of program where you're uh, renting or leasing that hardware. Um, personally, in my opinion, if I was the type of person who liked to game with a console, this would be perfect for me. Um, because, for instance, that uh, the Xbox One X console is... Four ninety nine at retail right now, four hundred ninety nine dollars. So, 
I wouldn't be able to afford to run out and spend that on a console right now, but I could definitely make thirty four ninety nine a month fit into my budget. So, and I think that's what Microsoft is going for with this: getting more people access to the hardware by giving them the ability to pay for it over time, uh, while also getting the access to the online gaming and the Game Pass as well. What's the overall, like, is the interest base rate off of just like a standard flat interest rate, or is it going to be based off a credit score? Like, what's the what's the overall hidden factor here? So, I didn't see anything about there being necessarily like uh, an interest rate, per se. Um, I did a little bit of math on how it um, how it all lines out. Um, I looked up Xbox Live Gold uh, subscription cards. Cheapest I could find was forty four, uh, forty five ninety nine per year. So if you're looking at that over the two year contract, you would pay ninety one, basically ninety two dollars for the Xbox Live Gold. And then the Game Pass is uh, it's nine ninety nine. Uh, Nine ninety nine a month. So that's yeah, two hundred thirty nine dollars seventy six cents over the twenty four month contract. So the Xbox One X is four ninety nine at retail. If you pay thirty four ninety nine monthly, if you take away the two services that that you're paying just for the service, the Live Gold and the Game Pass, you end up paying five hundred eight dollars for the console. Which is, you know, only eight dollars more than the retail price of four ninety nine. Um, and the the one S, if I calculated correctly, it's actually you end up paying fifty bucks less than the retail price for that console. Um, but what they're doing, they're locking you into paying for their services too. So you're paying. As a part of the subscription, you're paying for that Xbox Live and you're paying for that Game Pass over the course of the two years as well. So they can count you as a subscriber to both of those services. Makes their numbers look better as well. Wait, but you don't own the stuff that you're just renting it pretty much. So at, at the end of the two years, you do actually own the console. So you're paying... Uh, the monthly fee for basically part of that is buying the console, just buying it over the course of two years. So what happens if you don't pay it fully? Um, I think you actually either pay it outright or you have to like Um, I did notice that you can only get like the subscription service if there's an actual Microsoft store. Oh, like in your area or something? Yeah, you can only <laughs> get it from a store. So you can't like order it online. Uh, that makes sense because you you're in repo range is what that means. <laughs> I mean, well, you can't provide like, like I guess you could if you but false identification and stuff. That way they can at least have your info and file in case you didn't pay for it, and did not return it. Right, so it's going to be probably just the standard type of uh, more or less lease-to-own agreement. You're going to sign up and say, you know, okay, I'll pay this amount per month for, you know, 24 months, or if I don't pay this amount, then I agree to return the hardware, or, you know, if you don't need that, then they can sue you or whatever. which they may not sue you for that small of an amount, but it can definitely... It, it would, they actually could. They'd take you to small claims court um, as long as it's under... I think it's under a th- uh, 500 It's either $500 or $1,000 in Arkansas. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure they, they would do that. They'd probably prosecute. If they're a big enough company, they would have the money to prosecute everybody that did that. I think what they're doing is great for kids. Their parent, They can... Talk their parents into buying them an Xbox for cheaper. I mean, it's a whole lot easier to convince them. But I think in order to to make it worthwhile, because they're going to release a new fucking Xbox in the next two years. Everybody knows it. 
Yep. Yeah. The next gen's gonna come out. What they should do is if you do this, then you have the choice: keep the Xbox Three Six or the Xbox One X, or get the new one, start a new lease on it. So you're I, thinking, I think they're you're thinking more like an AT and T Next plan almost gives you the option to upgrade, right, yeah. change in, and things like that. Yeah, the old new every two is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, it was like an eighteen months, and then if you don't have it paid off by then, if it's in good condition, you can exchange it out. But you still have yeah. to make basically a, an exchange program. Yeah. So I actually kind of did something like this, but like a decade and a half ago, almost. Um, way back in like 2003, I think, uh, I wanted a, a gaming computer, right? And, uh, you know, that stuff wasn't cheap. It's just, you know, same price as things would be today. Uh, I think I paid, um, actually about $1,800 for my computer at the time. And, uh, the way I ended up doing it was Dell was doing a thing where they would, uh, Basically, you can lease a computer from lease to own, but it was like a fi- kind of a finance plan that they did with through Dell, and then you got like additional Dell support and stuff if you went through, you know, their finance thing where you could finance your computer through them. And so I did that and paid it off in like a year or two. I think it was eighteen months actually. And that's kind of the the whole idea is the the lease to own. Uh, or the just basically renting or leasing, continually leasing new hardware, um, where you can think of, like with your phones, um, a lot of people that do the, the AT&T Next or whatever the equivalent is for your provider of choice, you're basically, you're going to have a lease payment on that hardware forevermore. Uh, as soon as you get to the end of the lease on the one you're at, then it's time to to switch up to a new one, and then you start that lease all over again. Right, right. So they're constantly making money off of you versus you know these lump sums. They're still they're still gonna make the lump sum sales to everybody who can actually afford it. But then there's the other people who can't, but they're still getting their money. Otherwise, they would be missing out on the sales. For sure, and and that's I think it's. It's an interesting thing to see that this type of plan is making it over to the game console because uh, cell phones have been on this type of plan for years and years now. Um, and other hardware is starting to get to that point. I mean, we're looking at, you know, there's services out there now that I've seen. They're just starting to take off. Um they're kind of in very early beta, but it's basically there's a, a service out there that I saw that will rent you space on a gaming computer, uh, and it streams it streams what's on that computer to you. So you don't actually own the gaming computer. You stream what's coming from the, basically the computer in the cloud to your desktop. The big thing with that is latency. Uh, and that's one of the biggest things that those types of companies have had to overcome is getting the latency part figured out where when you send something on, you send a command on your keyboard, it has to go up to that computer in the cloud, streams back to you. And if you're paying, playing a first-person shooter, is there any possible way to get that latency in line to where you could actually play a game in real time over the internet and it you know, actually work? Um, yeah, but you're not going to have that kind of issue with this, though. Right, not with not with this type of thing. I'm just uh, throwing out other possible things that are coming up where you're, the idea of not purchasing, like, if that type of service took off, you wouldn't have to have a super fancy gaming computer at your house. You wouldn't have to go out and have that giant expense of buying that computer. <laughs> you could set up one of these programs where you you are basically renting space on a cloud gaming server computer, more or less. Same type of hardware that you would use on a gaming computer, and then it just streams to you. You have just a basic computer or even a basic laptop or maybe even a Chromebook, and it's streaming the equivalent of a gaming computer to you, and you're just renting that hardware. So anytime there's upgrades to the hardware, 
the service provider handles it. You don't pay for that. You just keep paying your monthly fee. Right. So there's there's always these options for these different services like that. And I think that's really the way that everything is headed. As we, uh, as we know in our industry, um, a lot of things are getting virtualized now. Uh, a lot of things that used to be on physical hardware are now being virtualized. And that's including... You know these services that services that you used to have on your computer, or you used to have to have a physical server. Now you can get cloud-based versions of the same thing. Even this, like for instance, this platform that we're using to record this podcast on, um, Discord is all in the cloud for us. All we have to do is connect to it. Whereas in the past, you had to run a Ventrilo server. Uh, something like that on a local machine and people had to actually connect into you like that. So now we've got Discord in the cloud we can all connect to. We've got a recording, you know, the Craig recorder is in the cloud. It's doing the recording for us and it'll just pop me out a recording whereas in the past you would have to do all that recording locally. Um, It's really interesting to see where we're going with, with not having to own as much hardware, which with the this Xbox case, you're actually you're still owning the hardware in the end. But like Jesse was saying, they're probably going to get it to the point where you get to the end of your lease. There's a new console out. Oh, why don't you sign up again and get the new console and keep paying us kind of thing. Yep. It's the only thing that makes sense, to be honest. Otherwise, you just screwed yourself over the last two years to not be able to play games anymore. Well, I mean, you, you still own the console at the end, so you can still play the games, and you could probably, you know, whatever amount you're paying that's not just paying off the console, you could. I'm sure they'll have some kind of way where you can keep getting the gold and the game pass without the added expense of the hardware. Uh, if nothing else, you just go back to paying regular price for those. So you still have the ability to play the games. But you're kind of reg- relegating yourself to the, the older games, the older graphics, the older everything. Right. right. And I think that that's one of the things, and, and I've read a few different stories about why Microsoft is doing this type of thing. And I actually saw, and, and I didn't see it back in the day, but apparently they offered a similar service to this with the Xbox 360 towards the end of its life cycle. Um, and so they're really just trying to get people in the door at the end of the console life cycle here, uh, get more people in that that maybe can't or don't want to have that all at once cost the 500 bucks for the console or whatever but you know like i said earlier can you can much easier fit into your budget that 34.99 or even the 21.99 for the lower end console real easily into the budget versus a 500 dollar expenditure all at once yeah wow. and they need to because they've been losing this this generation's been won by playstation for years nothing wrong with that I agree. I'm a big fan of PlayStation <laughs> over Xbox. But if they want to stay I don't agree with that. Away from the Nintendo version or the Nintendo world because if they continue to not keep up with PlayStation, they're going to be stuck back in the Nintendo category which we all like Nintendo for nostalgia, but when was the last time Nintendo did anything good for anybody? The Wii. <laughs> I still pretty much regularly my three. Your three sixty. Three DS. Yeah, it's pretty fun. My, my kids got three sixty. I'd play that all day long. <laughs> um, yeah, I had, I had a three DS. Um, I had several games for it. Um, my son had one. We played a few different games together. Um. It was fun. It and it still is. Best knew where the thing was. I'd probably break it out and play it. I mean, 
I've always been a Nintendo fanboy all the way back from the NES days. It's because um, we grew up with it. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I love the Nintendo franchise games. Super Mario, the Donkey Kong, the, the first-party Nintendo games that you can't get on other consoles. I just wish, it, since we're going to go into this type of discussion now, <laughs> I just wish if, if Nintendo was going to keep making their own hardware, that they just make something that even comes close to competing with the other. Um, they've, well, it, and it's not because they don't have the technical know-how to do it. They could they could very easily pull that off. It's just that they they have a I don't know kind of like a vision or a way that they want their their company to look, and uh, they're they're very adamant about it. And I, I think they're and Nintendo is it a Jap, that's a Japanese company, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And uh, they're just very adamant that they want it to look kind of cartoonish. They want to, you know, really push the Mario, the Zelda, and Smash Brothers, and that's kind of their thing. And you know, they've they've had, you know, their stocks and stuff have pretty well dropped real bad because they really haven't. And what what's the new thing from Nintendo? What's the new, you know, um, you know, Um, main thing and. It's just the same thing. It's just reiterations of Mario or reiterations of Zelda or Smash Brothers. Pokemon. And Pokemon, correct. Uh, I guess Breath of the, the Dragon Quest game right now, right? Is that one that they're doing on Switch? Um, I think they also like, uh, originally came out with a monster. Switch is an interesting concept. Just like the Wii and the Wii U both were you know, interesting concepts. The Wii, of course, with its motion control, uh, got everyone up and playing the, mm-hmm. you know, the Wii Sports and the Just Dance and the whatever. And that's great, but, you know, that's something you pull out for parties or uh, right. for whatever. It's not something you're going to, if you're a gamer, it's not something you do on a daily basis, whereas you could get out your Xbox or your PlayStation play games on it on a daily basis. Um, the Wii U was interesting with its giant gamepad thing. Um, and then the Switch. In my opinion, the Switch is what the Wii U tried to be in I that just... the whole the, the Switch tablet is the console, so you can pick it up and take it with you. Whereas with the Wii U the gamepad has to be in the vicinity of the actual console. Um, right. Because all the processing is actually still taking place inside the console, not on the gamepad. Whereas I mean, in the Switch, all the hardware is within that tablet. It, it, right, and that's kind of like what you just iterated, is that all the Switch really is is just a tablet. Basically. It. I mean, it it's... Is. It's a tablet that has the ability to be put in a dock and shown on a big screen. And yeah. it has controller attachments for it. Which um, a lot of tablets these days have docking stations that you just put into it and bam, it's up on your monitor. You know, the only thing it doesn't have is the, the pre-attached, you know, the, the controllers like that, that you can take off and play. You got a keyboard and mouse instead. And it kind of makes yeah. me sad that Nintendo has fallen this far behind in the console because they were, you know, the biggest and best for a long time. Um, and they're... But they quit pushing the envelope on what kind of games they were making. If right. you're not going for things like Tomb Raider when PS1 was out, then you don't need those better graphics. And if you're not pushing for Duke Nukem and Doom, you don't need those better graphics. Let's be perfectly honest if we're all human. If Nintendo's not going to show titties, they don't need good graphics. Nintendo <laughs> decided they weren't going to do those style of games, and right, so they just right. locked themselves into where they are. So you mean no Overwatch on Nintendo? Is that what I just heard? Yes. More or less. Um, See, I it's... think that's what Nintendo needs. Like, they've got Super Smash Bros., but they need to come up with some online gaming where you can do, you know, like a first-person shooter. Um, which they don't really have. I mean, is there any? They tried with the. They tried with the Wii, uh, the original Wii. They tried so hard to bring in one, 
Uh, they made like a little gun for it and stuff, but it just yeah panned out like it wasn't anything at all. And it's like they're trying, you know, they try to be say we're gonna be the family friendly games that you know don't have all this crazy violence and all that, and that's great. But that means you end up being the console for the kids. And yes. that's that's you know, if that's gonna be your market, that's great, but you're never going to compete with a Sony or a Microsoft at that point because they're making all these games for the the what were kids when the NES is out that are now adults that are still gaming and want these uh, violent you know <laughs> that that and you know violent games and first person shooters that actually have blood and guts and gore you know the like the new doom that came out recently right just all the new the new hotness that's happening on the latest and greatest is just not happening at all on Nintendo consoles right. and that's where they want to be it's it's just kind of sad to see them getting left behind yeah uh, by the the new and better consoles um because they have I've I have thought for a while, basically probably since about the time the Wii U came out, that it's about time for Nintendo to just start being a, a third party game maker. Yeah. Put their games out on the PlayStation and the Xbox and just be a great game developer. Uh, I agree which would that. be amazing because that would be an open world Skyrim style Pokemon. Yes. Yes. I mean, that would make them so much freaking money right there. <laughs> well, but think about From it. From me so, alone. <laughs> well, but so then let's think about it. Right. Let's say they just went to just being a game developer and publisher at that point. So then they could do stuff like you could get Pokemon on your PlayStation or your Xbox or on the PC, even. You know, the places that everybody has wanted for years and years and years, and yet you can't get it unless you go through an emulator. We could finally get that. You could download it straight from the PlayStation Network. Or Xbox Live, or you know what have you, Steam. Then not get your stuff shut down because you had an illegal emulator. Right, <laughs> right. I mean, not that I've ever done anything illegal. Mm. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> that that any of us would ever admit to. But that's but uh... that's been a big thing for a long time. I would actually, if I was going to see a console do a subscription like this, I would prefer to see somebody like Play or not PlayStation, Nintendo. Oh yeah, because that is a, a big thing for. Yeah, I'd probably 100%. own a Nintendo. Well, I would. I, I agree. But, I mean, just for my kids alone. I mean, I would play it obviously, but my kids too. <laughs> with a subscription, they can play basically. I mean, anything on the store, and. Uh, you know, I, I just enjoy playing Mario games and, you know, Mario, Zelda, Pokemon, <laughs> you know, the and three things that they're famous for. For the Switch, can we make a wireless Nintendo 64 controller? I mean, come nice. on, Nintendo. <laughs> if anybody Bring from back Nintendo Golden is listening Eye. to this. <laughs> Bring back GoldenEye. <laughs> hey, there's your Nintendo first-person shooter right there. Yeah. Okay. They they had double seven for N sixty four. That was it. <laughs> from what ninety three or something like that. Ninety five. <laughs> what happened to you, Nintendo? Yeah. You had something good. You had you had <laughs> you had gold. Star Fox. Yeah, Star Fox is theirs. Zelda. I mean, they tried to do Zelda with the. Uh... They did switch the Breath of the Wind or Breath of the Wild a bit. I was thinking, didn't they bring back the Ocarina of Time on the Wii? I think so. Didn't they make like a bow and arrow or a sword or something for that? I think it was a sword. Yeah. One of the best Zelda games of all time. 
but throwing it on that platform, I mean, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot. It's just, it's not that good of a platform, except for, like Lucas said, parties. It's the perfect right. platform. Uh, like Jeff's party. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Kart drunk driving. Uh, Which is the ironic thing. It's the kids' game system, but the only people who use it are drunk adults. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest here. What what kind of game is out there that us drunk adults aren't going to play? <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest with that. Well, most drunk Speaking adults are not going to play. you can buy porn on Steam now. <laughs> there you go. It's the, that, uh, the first adult video game. Yeah. yeah. I still don't understand purchasing porn. Okay. You ever heard of the internet? Nope. So yeah, that's where Steam lives. <laughs> let's, let's actually discuss that. Um, the or? oh yes, well yes, girl. <laughs> the the adult okay. game that's released on Steam. What's oh, yeah. the deal with that? Uh, ironically, it's the first adult game with. Uh, it brings up the Dick? little pop up saying. <laughs> <laughs> that it's got suggestive scenes, adult content, all the not safe for work crap. But strangely enough, Steam still has the uh, community guideline that you can't put pornography up. So I'm not sure if how far it goes. Because I mean, The Witcher's got some pretty steamy sex scenes in it. But so this one looks more like an problem. anime, like the weird. Super giant titty anime things. I don't know what they're called. Boobs. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. I'm here all night, I promise. Are you trying to describe something else that's not boobs? Or... <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, the, is there, I don't know if there's like a specific name for those comics or cartoons. That, vari- or... that variety. Oh, you mean like... Yeah. Yeah. Is it hentai yeah. that just has the like... The little maid costume and the giant, ungodly sized tits. I mean, uh, that's, that's just most anime. That's, yeah, that's just most anime. In general, so, you know, I, I won't even get into them. That it's kind of distracting, like watching anime and like obviously the women are like just completely disproportionate. It's just, it's just like, come on, can we just watch one that's got regular people in it? Well, they're not going to put you in an anime, but I hate to say it. Dude, I'm in like five of them out there. There's always a fat guy in like every anime. So. Winry Rockbell is proportionate and beautiful. Shut See? your mouth. <laughs> so the game that's on Steam, is it like specifically made for porn or is it I'm like not, anime Let's porn check it out. Or? Oh god. That's what it looked like. I has the Steam. I couldn't I couldn't get onto it at the time and Steam is obviously blocked on my computer here. Do we have but, a name of said uh, game? Let me find it. I did. Let me find it. Is it Let's like just... an anime-esque game? Yes. Or okay. Uh and that makes sense ne- then. Negligee colon love stories. Um, Let me find how to spell like that. The name. <laughs> is it is any? It, is it like a dating game? A dating simulator? Because there are several of those out there already. Um, there's. Yeah. Is it any G L I G E E? Yeah. Okay. That, that's weird that you know how to spell negligee. Well, I put in adult. It's <laughs> the very first thing that would pop up. Um, I was like. Negligi? Wait, that's not right. So, interestingly <laughs> enough, this game actually released on October 19th of 2016. So, it's actually been out for a couple of years already. Hmm. Uh, probably well, new, to, new to Steam. It was released, but then it was pulled by Steam. And then it was re released back onto Steam on. Thursday. Was it Thursday? Yeah. Fuck, I don't know. September, uh, yeah, September 11th, actually, is what it shows on here. It says, I'm happy to confirm Negligee Love Stories has completed the first Steam review process. It'll be our first ever 100% uncensored game. Right, let's see what else the update says here. So yes, I wonder yes. why they did allow it to go through. 
Wow. And of course, the very first comment on there, every day we stray farther from God's light. (laughs) (laughs) But Thor is happy as shit right now. Right. Okay. It looks like it's kind of like a make your own novel type game. Probably. I think it's probably a dating, like, this is a story of love and laundry as you're thrust into the role as manager of the shop, negligee, alongside three beautiful women. So my guess is you get to kind of hit on different people and try to work your way up to a date and so on and so forth. Okay, yeah, so kind of like like Huni Popper. Why are they eating sushi out of each other's cleavage? Oh. <laughs> Why are you not <laughs> eating sushi out of somebody's cleavage right now? Well, mainly because I'm at the house and... <laughs> So about I've seen them before. <laughs> I had to stop searching that on my government way. computer. <laughs> <laughs> Do not search negligee on a government computer. The image search is not friendly. <laughs> oh, God. Well, and so it gives you kind of like specifics about like each of the people there, whatever, like kind of like the little backstory and then their height, weight, age. Cup size, favorite uh, favorite undies, favorite <laughs> season, hobby, favorite color. Uh, of course, it's like all the assumption. Oh, and these cup sizes are just ridiculous. <laughs> but, uh, cup size double D. She's five eight, hundred thirty two pounds. What's favorite the uh, dear? What do the people call their weird anime pillows that they hump? Oh yeah, they're just body pillows. They're called Dakiwaras. Oh. Yeah, so, those. All these girls. This reminds me of the people who have those, and they're like cheating on their pillow girlfriend with the okay. computer game. <laughs> their waifus. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> What's a Kimsey? The only thing that I can, the type of people that would really play that game are people with like neck beards. <laughs> the involuntary celibates. <laughs> they're they're yeah. wearing a fedora. I mean, that's the only way they can get laid. Ooh, that's a burn. <laughs> so you're saying I should play it. <laughs> I mean, I expect that's Jeff the only to way that you work. can get laid. <laughs> this, this review, uh, this is the only hentai game that I play where it's possible to avoid sex completely. A true Christian family-friendly game. <laughs> <laughs> nice. One you can share with the kids. <laughs> Probably somebody, advise against somebody that. Somebody needs to play this game before the next podcast so we can have an actual review for somebody. I'm on it. <laughs> what, I'm somebody, on it. Also, somebody also needs to send that to my ex-wife and say it's a game you can play with your kids. <clears throat> so it's on sale. <laughs> <laughs> or, or her dad, anyway. Yeah. So it's on sale right now. I'm seeing for forty percent off. The the regular edition is seven dollars and seventy nine cents. I gotta buy it. Deluxe edition is eleven ninety nine. Yeah. I'm gonna need you guys to like donate money to this fund so I can test this out. You can get the. Are the you dark. tired of your podcasters not masturbating to anime porn? <laughs> <laughs> donate now. That's depressing. <laughs> I know. We're having problems. Freaking! Did I get out of that queue or did I accept Do that? we need to play in the arms of an angel in the background here? <laughs> For just $2 a day. That. You can help this poor self itself. I denied that request. I'm so sorry. Uh, good job. So here's another review. Well, it's too Sorry, short. I'm looking at porn games uh, over here. <laughs> Priorities. Got distracted so, by fake kids, you know? Here's here's another review. Well, it's too short. I got one of the endings in only two hours. Well written and decent time for the money, but they make it too cryptic for the player to see all the explicit scenes if you want to get it on sale. Hmm. <laughs> I'm waiting for the review that's like, why did I pay $7 for 30 seconds of gameplay? <laughs> this game is... This- <laughs> This game is so easy you can play with one hand. <laughs> I, jacked, I jacked off to it, to be honest, fam. All right. Okay, like, well, how explicit is it, though? Like, I don't know. I'm watching gameplay of it right now. Oh. That's... I'm a simple man. I see boobs. I, 
<laughs> and there's a whole lot of okay, hang on here. We're looking at a phone. She gonna get naked or not? <laughs> like, I'm, con- I'm confused. We keep it's looking at this phone and there's a lot of text. And I'm, I'm apparently Hannah is texting Emily and I'm just not yeah. <laughs> and nobody's naked. It's oh. been so long since Jeff just masturbated to text messages. <laughs> I mean he's making it happen, but it's taking effort. <laughs> Uh, or masturbate takes to yourself. Like that? What? I need some like... <laughs> I'm going to have to click on something that needs a warning or something. Probably. I mean, you're probably like, I'm not, not having to find click it. that, and that's what's concerning. Well, maybe it's pretty tame on... You know, if you're watching Twitch or oh, YouTube. Oh, whatever. hello. Hi. Oh. <laughs> I don't think it's worth it. I mean, um, this girl's it, like tits are busting out of her bra, like legit. Yes. But like, it seems no, like you know, you're gonna get if it's this article that I found says it's like a what is, how did it say it? It's a dating a simulator, erotic visual novel. Yeah. So basically, if it's just it's like a story, you're playing a story more or less, like a an RPG type story game, and you may get a sex Shit. scene out of it. But it, I'm not gonna okay, read right. porn. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> read this shit. Like it doesn't even talk. No, this there's the, there's no there's no voice acting in it. You know what this movie. reminds me of? You remember those old Goosebump books where it would get to a certain point and it would be like. Which path you, do you want to yeah, take? Do you want to turn and run, or do you want to fight? Go to page, to page Those are hard as fuck to masturbate like to, too. Are you asking because you want to know legit, or like what are you like? I'm concerned about this question. Okay. Oh well. You didn't masturbate All to right. Yeah, then you didn't live life. <laughs> What else were you supposed to do in the library? Those old dictionaries just wasn't cutting it. I think we're about done now. <laughs> Gone completely <laughs> off. I think it's going to take Wayne a little longer to be done. <laughs> I mean, it was done very well. oh, it's a short ride, fam. It's a short ride. <laughs> Damn, even on, even to text, damn. Yeah, man. <laughs> I want to work on that. Uh, I'm in and out. He's not a strong reader. He's just kind of grabbing the the top pieces there. <laughs> like page the number. All right. So if you think we're completely ridiculous and, and tell us how. Uh, off the rails and crazy we are, you can send us feedback uh, with our email address, feedback at latenightcomputing.com, so feel free to do that, and we'll read those on the podcast. You can also send Bob's and Vagine. <laughs> yeah, Bob's and Vagine! <laughs> row, row, row your boat. Not of the animated variety. Gently down the stream. <laughs> Don't send them to Wayne, he'll come fast. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole purpose. Like, what? Do you masturbate like for three hours or what, Lucifer? Yes, yeah, son. You got to practice. Jesus Christ, kid! I got to I mean, show it. Like, man, right? You know, when you got to do that shit, I got other shit I need to be doing. Like, this is a little quickie. Uh, I'm here for a fun time, not a long time. <laughs> it's not all that right. fun for a long fun time. <laughs> So anchor.fm slash late night computing. You can also leave us ridiculous back there about how stupid we are. And uh, Twitter at LNC podcast. Anybody got anything they would like to plug or promote before we wrap up this evening? Uh, come join us over at Power Cycle Gaming on Facebook. We have a page there. Uh, follow me over on Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash Adelstewer223. <laughs> All kinds of fun stuff out there. Uh, my ugly mug. That ain't no shit. See? <laughs> sorry. Sorry. If you're, sorry, sorry. The, <laughs> if you're into more of the tabletop style, I'm over at Freaks of War on pretty much everything Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can find me on all of them. F R E Q S, Freaks of War. 
I'll make sure that uh, these links get put in the show notes of the episode, so you can go click on those links directly if you need to. I got and, you. I got you. If you're into looking at something not attractive, go ahead and uh, add me on Snapchat. That's that the, uh, <laughs> Legend of USA, all lowercase. You'll get oh, pictures of a dead llama. Yeah. <laughs> My llama really did die, you dick. <laughs> Like, I'm not yeah. shooting you one bit. My llama fucking died. You owned a llama? I did own a llama, yes. <laughs> Technically, I still do, however, it is buried <laughs> at this point. I was going to say, that's, he still owns it. He just can't play with it as much. That's an Sex interesting story weird. for another day. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I, it only takes him five minutes to come. Oh, I Good am... God. Uh, at Luke Nova on Twitter and, and everywhere else. And I think we're going to go ahead and end this before it gets any more ridiculous. <laughs> so until next time, we're out. It's probably-